Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Tim Palma. Good morning, wonderful world. How are we doing today? (laughs) I'll tell you, it is, um, I'm sort of in this really like uh, dimension of I'm not sure exactly how I feel because obviously, you know, no secret to the world, tax season ended yesterday and in my side hustle, that's what I do so that I can also do podcasts and write during the times that I can and I just don't really know where to begin my life today. And so it's really awesome that we're doing the podcast today because we thought that you were going to be leaving on vacation tomorrow. We'll get to that. And uh, so I just really feel like today is going to be a day of reintegration. And it's like anything in life when you do so much of something for a period of time and you don't see outside of that. For a while, it's hard to reintegrate. Even people coming out of quarantine were having trouble reintegrating, you know, into the world. So absolutely, yeah. So kind of like that. So I'm just feeling kind of uh, kind of uh. So right now, what you're feeling is you've just finished this long project, and yet you Mm -hmm. are, yeah. Yeah, totally. I understand yeah. uh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it, in, in all aspects of life, people are in the same situation as me where it's go time, crunch time, get her done, put everything towards it. And then the reward is you're done and you've completed something. And there's this period of letdown of, you know, like, oh, you know, wow. And so I haven't really gotten past the wow yet that happened, that wow that happened, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but this is great because now you have time, downtime for yourself to like re-figure out what it is that you want to do with yourself. You know, nothing like a long project to put you some perspective in the rest of your life. <laughs> for real. So this morning, uh, happy, happy what today is Tuesday, but this will air on Wednesday. So happy Wednesday for all you listeners. Uh, when we talked with Tim on the first episode, we talked about his near-death experience, and him and I have been conversing about some of the things that happened after that experience for him, and one of them was that he wrote this uh, amazing uh, expose, maybe, I'm not really sure how, what you know, I call it, but... Yeah, I'm not sure. I I want to turn this into like an adult children's book, if that makes sense. Uh, like have some illustrations that go along with it so that parents can read it to kids. Um, this this all stemmed from obviously being at Source and seeing Source and all of its infinite splendor and me trying to make sense of it. And this is one of the ways that I made sense of what I had seen and witnessed while I was there. Wow. And, and, it, was, and it was love. It was love, the greatest love, and everything that you could ever dream of. Which is what most people who have had near-death experiences that I've researched and you know and read about and listened to on podcasts, uh, it is love and light. Like that's it. Like it's love and light. It's simply put, love and light. And when you feel it and when you experience it, there's nothing like it, and your life is never the same. And so uh, let's just, yeah, let's just start out with how that started for you, like the love story. (laughs) The love story, story. how it all started out. Like, are you referring to the near-death experience or coming back and integrating that uh, facet of my life? No, I want to, yeah, in the beginning, 
in the beginning, there was love, pure, unadulterated love, period. So, let, so maybe just talk a little great. bit about how that happened. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just by being present with the divine spirit, I, I knew ultimately that love was the greatest power that existed in the universe. And um, I was compelled. I actually have a blog that I wrote on for a long time, and it's called Heart Complex, and it's at heartcomplex.wordpress.com. And it's a bunch of poems. So it's it's way older. And it was when I first came back, you know, like one of the things that I really wanted to do as soon as I woke up out of my near-death experience was write. But I couldn't write because I didn't have uh, motor function. You know, I had lost all that weight. I had no muscle. And I first I put the pen to the paper, and it was like jello. So... Wow. Which was good and bad, obviously. You know, the things that I wanted to get out right then and there, I wasn't able to get out. But through uh, introspection, reflection, I was able to write poems. And poetry was actually the first thing that started making sense. It was very interesting, like the rhyming words, how they play together. And it, and it left so much space for the imagination to fill in the gaps for some of the, the poetry I was writing. And this came a little bit later uh, when I really was able to put my finger on what it was I was kissing while I was there. And I think that this story, which is called A Love Story of Creation, um, got its roots. So okay, give us a little taste, yeah. So I'm going to give you a little taste. Okay. <laughs> In the beginning, there was love, pure, unadulterated love. She was draped in robes of innocence and gowns of pure, loving white light. For after all, she was the source of the greatest of sights. Oh, and how her elegant and divine light danced and glistened. Love was like a mermaid basking in the sunlight as the ocean reflected and glimmered all around her. This sent sparkles of glitter and luster comparable to that of gold in every perceivable direction. Love's pureness and light was incomparable, extraordinary, and unparalleled. She was like a lighthouse beacon calling to all who cared to see what it meant to be a pure divine being. Love's radiant qualities whispered in the wind, walk with me. For in her infinite splendor, she gleamed like the colors of a rainbow pure as the brilliant rays of sunshine and gave everything in contact, life. Love's touch was full of care, compassion, warmth, and kindness, the kind of touch that was patient, understanding, giving, and inspiring. It was like a love song, so full of appreciation, gratitude, freedom, empowerment, passion, enthusiasm, and the greatest gift of all, love and life itself. As she danced, sang, and twirled, and loved in the space that she had created. Love looked upon herself and knew she was good. She was the way, the truth, and the light, a perfect representation of how love ought to be, pure and good to the very core, carefully and purposefully stitched with love in every thread of love's existence. Wow. So that's just a little taste of the, it's, 
you know, the little short story that I have written here. Um, but wow. I think that's enough to open it up. <laughs> Let's open this up for a second. You know, as you were reading this, I was so deeply moved because, you know, it just puts to perspective to me that, you know, without love, there is really nothing because love has created everything from the plants in the ground to the the uh, offspring, you know, like the evolution of life has happened because of love making. And, you know, like, so there's so many yeah, absolutely. aspects of love and the world that has had to keep going because of love. And I think that there are times when, uh, when you think of love like this, like an energy, like love's touch was full of care, compassion, warmth, and kindness. It was patient. It was creative. It was giving. It was inspiring. And when you have that definition of love in your everyday life, like if you're living that love, like it doesn't get better than that. Like I don't no. – it doesn't get better than that. And so that is living your best life right there because when you're living in love every day – as opposed to living in anger, fear, hatred, any other, you know, the emotions that are the opposite, uh, when you're able to live in that sort of blissful rapture of life because love has allowed that, you know, so it's just such an important thing. And so what I was thinking of, it's not just I love this or I love him or I love her. It's like bigger. It is so much bigger. The fact that we... Uh, wake up in the morning and take our first breath. Like that is love at its purest essence. Yeah. Um, it, it's such a be- it's such a beautiful thing to share with people because I think for a lot of us um, we forget how special we all are and that we are loved all the time and there is energies around us that we can't see that are here to help us and guide us on our path and the love that exists in the higher realms is you yourself. And I, I don't exactly know how to convey that in, in a, a book yet, but I'm working on it. You know, I have lots of different projects going uh, that are going to expel these um, thoughts in a long sure, conscious thing. Free. But I think <laughs> Yeah, I, but I feel like right now this is a great platform to at least launch off of, you know. Um, yeah. So. Well, I mean, so, so you read. So. Go ahead. So you read the you read the whole story, and did you have anything yeah. that you really enjoyed or or took away from it? Well, so for me, uh, and I read it twice, and I would like to read some of it um, because, yes, so let me just start there. As love continuously grew in love infinitely, she began to feel a sense of loneliness, for she had infinite wisdom and exponential understanding, but lacked the ability to share it, for love was the only one. These energies and emotions sparked a curiosity in her mind, and as time persisted, love found that her passion, understanding, and wisdom felt partial. Love felt as if she lacked the very experiences she, that she thought made her who she was. She began to dream, plot, and scheme of the kind of occurrence that she needed to make her being stronger, more understanding, more compassionate, and ultimately more loving. Feelings of emotion flooded over her, and although love had not yet known of this riddle, she began to feel, for lack of a better word, 
troubled. Love was troubled by the thought of not yet having these experiences, for she truly knew and believed that these qualities would lead to wholeness. And when I read that, it, it was kind of a polar, you know, like there's always a yin and a yang. So there's a yin and a yang to love. And then in this first part of your story, you're just like, oh, my God, this is beautiful, embracing, creative, energetic love that is just all-encompassing and, and you're feeling freaking great. But then there's this part of love because she was the only one. Like I got it as she's the only one. She hasn't been able to open this love up to anybody yet. And I used to say, you know, to God, like, don't waste my heart because I have such a big, beautiful heart. And I was like in this really, you know, being led to the wrong person to deserve it. And so I saw that and I was just like, but without having love in your life, like you don't, you are troubled. There is a piece of you missing. You know, you need to be able to share love. So what happened for me was having that, like, saying, oh, my God, don't waste my heart. It was like, wait, don't waste my heart. I have so many people to love and so many people that love me. And there's so much love for me to share and to love myself. And so there was so many Absolutely. people that I learned because I was troubled, because I was, like, not understanding, you know, why – I was able to give my heart to people that maybe didn't deserve that part of me. So it was just, when I read that, I just really resonated. It said, love was troubled by the thought of not yet having this experience where she truly knew and believed that these qualities would lead to wholeness. And so I do believe that when you're in, and I say in love, romantic love, or living in love, or in love with yourself, that is when the wholeness is because when you're able to bring that love together with somebody and it meshes, like there's no greater feeling. When you're able to love yourself and keep your boundaries and live an authentic life, there's nothing greater. You know, and that allows the middle piece where you can give love out to the world. Yeah, absolutely. I have to say that love starts with you. You are the beginning you're the creator of your reality. And if you do not love yourself or truly care about yourself, then you're not going to be able to give that because you don't have that to give. So, you know, charity begins at home. This, this is the vessel that we live in is our home. And yeah, like I said, if you don't have it, you can't give it. And so it's very important that you cultivate that garden first. Tend to yourself. Be selfish in the name of love and all things sacred, that you are so full of love, your cup runneth over. So that way you can give that divine love to everybody else. Nice. Yeah. A beautiful place to yeah. live. You know, I, <clears throat> so, yeah, so it made me just think, you know, um, like you were saying, oh, I just said the, I said the U-M word. Uh, it, it made me feel like without – she had to love her – you had to bring love into yourself first, and then you're yeah. able to give love out. And what's it like to live in love with yourself as opposed to not in love with yourself? Like, I, I'd like to have the listeners have a definition of, the, of those two. Well, I think that when you are in love with yourself, you know that you're a good person. You believe in yourself. You, you, you take pride in the way that you conduct yourself. You live artfully. You artistically flow with life. When you're not in love with yourself, there's a lot of doubt. Um, there's a lot of lack of confidence. There is 
just discrepancies um, leaning towards fear, where you are possibly leaning on or holding on to old thoughts that don't serve your highest purpose. And we know what these thoughts are often. <clears throat> Catching them before they start is a difficult process. Uh, yeah, I think I think that kind of, you know, will allude to what what would you say? Do you have anything to add to that, Kathy? You know, I think uh, when you're when you love yourself, you are able to, you know, like live your own truth. And and when I say that, I say that there you everything that comes out of your mouth is your truth, even if it's going to hurt somebody's feelings or if you're like pondering like and, I, and this is in like layman's terms, but like sometimes you know you're like pondering the excuse you're going to give for not wanting to do something. And you're like, yeah. like I, I mean, I could give an example, but I won't because I might call myself out. But anyway, so, uh, but it's like when you're able to say, I don't need to give an excuse. I can't do this because I'm doing this or I'm to this or I can't, you know, and you're able to just be yourself in every situation. It is such a freeing experience when you used to hide pieces of yourself, you know, someone like me who went through what I did, I hid so much of myself to the world that to be able to just be me and be free and have my answers be my answers. And I can be respectful now of people's boundaries where I would maybe try to push myself or my advice on somebody. I'm now more because I want more of that same thing in my life. So for me, that is self-love plus the self-care piece, just really putting yourself first, which, you know, I haven't been doing for quite a couple of months here, but I'm really going to start. And then when you're not in self-love, you are allowing people to take advantage of you. You're allowing, you're not telling your truth to anybody. You're saying yes when you mean no. You know, you're, you're, you're just... Yeah. You're not respecting yourself. So it's, for me, it all boils down to, I suppose, authentic living is probably the biggest piece for me. When you can live authentic, it's just such a freeing feeling. And you're able to love who you want to love and be who you want to be, you know, go where you want to go. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. I think that, um, yeah, cultivating those that authentic self also is, is a powerful um, project and some sometimes we it takes a little longer to cultivate especially if you don't know how powerful you really are when you surrender your power to others um you know and don't take control of yourself as as the Hopi prophecy says we are the ones we have been waiting for at the very end of it and uh we are we are the ones that can heal the world save the planet uh, you know, oftentimes people think they're too little to make a difference. And there's a Swahili um, quote that says, if you think you're too little to make a change, then check out how the mosquito affects a man in a hut. So. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, my God. That's so perspective. Um, on side note, and I ought to get off track, and I want to come back and read the rest of this, but I wanted to give a shout-out to the fact that you can't leave on vacation tomorrow. And, um, oh, your man. And so tell us what happened. So we, a group of us were getting ready to go with Inner Rising Retreats to Colombia and sit ceremony with Alejandro and his family. And 
Last night we got a uh, call and apparently things in Colombia are getting a little stressful. There's a lot of civil unrest. There's riots in the streets. Roads are blocked by different factions. Um, and where we were flying into would be Bogota and then to Pitalito. Uh, but Pitalito right now is under a lot of stress. Um, when we originally called Alejandro on Sunday, he said everything was okay. They have roadblocks, but they're opened during the day. And now they're not opened and they can't get food or gas or uh, any of the, those kind of things in to um, Pitalito. And so my heart goes out for Alejandro and Sandra and, and uh, his family. Um, and I'd just like to send a little prayer to them and send love and for the country and all the people in Colombia. You know, we, we think we have it uh, like crazy here, but in other parts of the world, it's definitely a little bit more strenuous and stressful. It is so, really happening around the world. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I haven't turned on the news for quite a long time till last night and uh, watched a little bit of the, uh, you know, Israel, you know, issues and, um, I was just like, what in the heck? And then you told me this this morning about Colombia, and you're right. Like, we in America have it pretty damn good. Oh, bummer. Yeah. You have to wear a mask. You know, wow. Yeah, oh, I mean, you know, their like, lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Their lockdown in Colombia, um, Alejandro, the, the family, one family per house, could only leave once a week to go get groceries during COVID lockdown. And so the thing that spurred this whole situation is that people are still on lockdown because of COVID and uh, the government raised taxes and people are furious because no and one's been working. Civil unrest. Yeah. Super civil unrest. And so, wow. This all happened April 28th and we thought it would be, calm by now because our trip has been planned for months at this point in time actually last year right before covid started we had a trip planned yeah we had to cancel that one so this is the second one we've had to cancel uh however you know i'm very optimistic and i truly believe that we will be back there and everything will correct itself uh, you know swiftly with grace and well, definitely sending prayers out there to the people in Colombia and all over the world who are suffering, and including even the people here in America. There's a, still a lot of civil unrest here as well. And people, the yeah. great divide, I call it the great divide. Like now there's this, you know, we can go down that path, but let's talk about love. So the last Yeah, let's talk about I love read, because I... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I think love can conquer all, right? Like sending enough love out there Absolutely. in the world. So this is our... This Absolutely. is our part. We're doing our part. <laughs> Every little bit helps. I said, love was troubled by the thought of not yet having these experiences, for she truly knew and believed that these qualities would lead to wholeness. So this is what it, go, you, it goes on to write. With all this lack in mind, love began to experience what it meant to have desire. Day after day, for what seemed like a lifetime, her desires accumulated and grew until it became manifest. It was then that love took a deep breath and began to sing the most beautiful love song that anyone would have the privilege of hearing. Her thoughts finally became her words, 
creating a tidal wave of loving emotion spilling all over the vastness and formlessness of space. As her song grew louder and louder, love's desire burned with anticipation, and through her infinite yearning to become more knowing, she decided to be fruitful and multiply. Love did this all so that she might experience herself and have a more perfect understanding of what it means to be loved. And that's oh. the circle right there, right? Like, isn't it, isn't it yeah. cool hearing somebody else read your words, too? Like, I, I know that. It actually like is. Someone's, it really is. Like, I love when someone read, read parts of my book. I was like, oh, my God. you! Re- oh, my God. Like, it is. So th- those are beautiful words. And, you know, her yearning to become more knowing. And it's like, that's what we have inside of us. That's why love keeps us going, because we have, we have a yearning to have that feeling at some aspect of our life every day, even if it's just the loving of, if, I don't say even if just, if, if it starts with the loving of yourself and you're able to spread that love out in the world and give love to a plant and give love to an animal and to a person in need or a lover or, you know, a friend, like it's the best. Yeah. Or, or just go outside and, and take a deep breath Nature. and feel the love that exists for you, for you. You know, like the love created itself so it could experience itself. That's you. And it wants you to be joyous and have these amazing emotions. You know, right now we are going through a lot of turmoil. And I would just send love, infinite love to all those who are troubled and and needing some assistance and just issue some guidance, like to to really stop for a second, take a deep breath and, um, Feel the blessing that it is to be alive. It's a very magical thing to be alive. Um, we get to do amazing things. Thinking, uh, you know, what, if we could share with our listeners, like what are some of the, the greatest self-love practices? Uh, and, you know, I, I think one of them for me is uh, making sure that I seek joy every day one thing that brings me joy. And and you can really boil that down to a simple thing or like, you know, going for a paddleboard or taking a drive with your music loud or all different things oh, yeah. that that promote feelings of joy inside of you which allow you to feel better and then you're able to give to other people. And so that's the circle. So any self-care, yeah. self-love tips for the for the group? So one of my favorite ones, and it's really easy to do, is clean up your life. And when I say that, uh, organize your things, clean your house, like, and, and I mean, really clean it, get down with a toothbrush if you have to. And, and just recenter yourself, because there's nothing like coming home to a clean house, the, the pride that you take in your things, like having very nice, clean things. For me, it offers me some solace, because I don't have to worry about that particular part of the equation and so that's number one clean and organize number two would be make sure you set a time set aside time for yourself to Mm -hmm. reflect meditate read uh you know exercise um that is another huge one exercise and that's you know i have a very busy life um i got my hands on a lot of different fires trying to cultivate this greatness that is um, exercise plays a key role into a level of joy because it 
stimulates the endorphins in your body and uh, oxygenates the blood, which helps to be in a more joyous place. So those are, those are a couple um, that I have. <laughs> which I'm loving because I'm like, absolutely need to organize and clean my space. I actually, one of my really good friends, her name's Dorena Kors, and she has this little five day free challenge on Facebook. You can find her. It's called a love, um, a love story. And it's a love story with your home. And so she's an or- professional organizer, space doula. You can go back a few shows and she was a, a guest host at the, uh, last year, but it's so interesting. And I know that that will help me feel better. Like when I was saying, I'm kind of feeling dormant and, and I know that going through that process in my house and then preparing for my lake house living, which is pretty much where I'm going to be living yeah. after I get home from vacation. And so I'm kind of doing that. Yeah. And then, uh, the other thing, what was the other thing you said? No, I lost my thought. There was one uh, more. I, I said, clean your house, and, self, some self, some time for yourself uh, and then yourself. exercise. Exercise, and that was the other thing. So I do set time for myself. I still meditated every day during tax season without fail. And I even got to do some manifesting, which was really cool. But exercise has completely left my life. With only a few random low-gap hikes, I have not exercised in 12 weeks. You oh know, and you know me. You used to see me at the gym every single day, right? Like every day. Every day. So my goal this week is to do the house and to get back to the gym, and then when I get down to the beach, I'll do a lot of walking and jogging on the beach and really just setting my body kind of into the ocean free. So uh, I love those two tips because I actually need them, and I actually need to implement them. So thank you a lot for that. You're very welcome. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that going on your vacation is going to be amazing for you. That's that's actually like a perfect reset for what you've just done, that like uh, endurance yeah. race of scrambling and crunching numbers. Uh, it'll be nice to be in a free space where you can get the sand in between your toes and smell yeah. the ocean breeze. It's just going to be a really refreshing it's thing. Really, You'll come yeah, back. It's, it's a mandatory separation because if I don't leave, I'll work, you know, <laughs> like it's a mandatory totally. thing to, to, kind of, to kind of break free from, this scene so I can come back and have a new groove, so to speak. So we'll see what happens. I was too. Be, and I'm sure they'll all, you guys will all hear about it because I'll be talking about my life on the Best Life Cafe. Uh, so anyways, let's close with some of your, the very end. Uh, if there's anything that you want to share from the ending of this story, I would love that. So at the very end of the story, I wrote a closing paragraph. And um, it goes like this. Love is continuously pulsing through our veins, causing us to bleed vibrant colors that radiate with inspiration, creation, and love. We were born from her, and back to her we will return. In the name of love and all things sacred, so shall it be. And I think the, the takeaway on this entire little story is that we are love we we were born from her or him i just really like the feminine aspect of of uh of love it's soft and cuddly and sweet and kind um and when we uh move on to the next stage we go back to it and infinitely repeating 
uh, in the great process of developing creation and consciousness. And um, yeah, uh, I love well, it. I mean, that's what you felt, right? You you actually know that that's true. You actually know. I do. That in the end, you're going back to love. And so why aren't we sort of like really, and we are. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who just really live their best life. I, I see a lot of people, you know, especially in some of your friend circles with a lot of the girls that like do the hiking and stuff like that. And it's like they're out there living their best life. And I just dig watching them. I'm just like, you guys go. Like it's like nature and exercise and just living uh, a very expansive life. And when I see that with totally. people, I, I, re, I really just, like, I love seeing it. So, anyways, so thank you for bringing the story to my attention. Thank you for bringing it to our listeners. And we hope that yeah. we've helped bring a little bit of love into your world. But I do have this one other thing that I want to read. <clears throat> I'm practicing for my audio books. See, like, I need to, oh, yeah. I need to do two uh, I, was, I, I need to do two audios. <laughs> I was going to actually tell you that uh, you need to do that because I I mm-hmm. hardly sit down and read because I'm like from five mm-hmm. in the morning till eight at night. I'm just going and I listen to a lot of stuff, though, and that's how I retain the information. And I, I would just really love to listen to you, Kathy. So let's get this in. Get no, this I get girl. a lot of requests for the audio for the six months to live, and I definitely want to do an audio for the next one. And so uh, that is part of the project this summer to get that on board and, and figure out how. Uh, I So I can do it with the publisher that published the book, but they won't let me do my own voice. So it has to be them in their voice and they do the editing and music and all that. Yeah. So that's one possibility. Or I sit down in a padded room, you know, and I record it all myself and then sell it to Audible or somebody like that. So I just have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Amazon would take it. You know, there's just a couple different ways to do it, and I haven't figured out how. So anyways, I'm practicing for the Audible because I do need to do the evenly keel read. Okay, so this is called for the love of the world, and it is by Charlotte Tall Mountain. So it was uh, written by a Native American. Beautiful. For the love of a tree, she went out on a limb. For the love of the sea, she rocked the boat. For the love of the earth, she dug deeper. For the love of community, she mended fences. For the love of the stars, she let her light shine. For the love of spirit, she nurtured her soul. For the love of a good time, she sowed seeds of happiness. For the love of the goddess, she drew down the moon. For the love of nature, she made compost. For the love of a good meal, she gave thanks. For the love of family, she reconciled differences. For the love of creativity, she entertained new possibilities. For the love of her enemies, she suspended judgment. For the love of herself, she acknowledged her worth. And the world was richer for her. Mm, So cool. That's what love can do. All that. That's what love can do. All of that. Love can do and more. And as human beings, we have the potential to do even more than that. But a lot of the energy is untapped at this point in time. And I think that part of us having this little podcast and getting to share in this idea of love is to help it grow and take root. So, you know, we're just planting little seeds right now. That's all. Plant little seeds. All yeah. right, my dear. Well, you have a blessed day. I'm sure we'll catch up this week. You too. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. before I go. And um, you guys, thank you for listening and tuning in. Remember to like, share, comment. Uh, if you have a topic Review, that you'd, you'd like to talk about, 
Yeah, all of those Email, things. We need DM, your help to, all of those for the rest of the world to hear these wonderful messages. And if you're really loving it, please, you know, share. Uh, as a final thought, I'd just like to say I love you all and have a wonderful day. Be creative, inspire someone, be kind, and love as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And, Kathy, how about you? Any, any closing words here, my dear? Uh, they know I love them. <laughs> I love uh-huh. them. Uh, that's, my son says this is one of my greatest attributes and my biggest weakness. It's because I love everybody. Like, I just do. Like, I always just give people the benefit of the doubt, and I always just say, like it said, you know, for the love of her enemies, she's suspended judgment. I mean, there's maybe one or so that I won't do that with, but, but for the most part, I absolutely always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. We're all just doing the best we can. We're all living our lives the best we can, making choices oh, that man. for us seem right in the moment, and maybe they aren't, maybe they aren't, but it's all about, like you said, getting up the next day and being like, thank you, man. I, got, I get to do this again. And the Live in I gratitude. The more I appreciate that, yeah, because I'm like, these are the days, these are the best days of my life right now because they really are. Like, I'm really pretty content in the flow of my my life right now. So we'll see what happens with that because that could lead me anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you, you, your parting words just spun me off into, like, a whole other, like, we should be talking. We'll, we'll save that for another yeah, show. I love, yeah. I love you all. Have a good day. All right, babe. Bye-bye.